You're listening to Underrepresented Representatives with your hosts, Miss Najee Mani Muhammad, a.k.a. The Naj Mahal, a.k.a. Nasty Naj, a.k.a. Biggie Shorty 924. <laughs> Shout that? out to the AIM screen names. Uh, that's not bad. A.k.a. Queen and Dave. Hello. How you feeling, Dave? Good, good, good. How you doing? Yeah, do you want me to add a little more to you? Nah, keep it just you like, like that. You like it? Yeah. Do you prefer David or David? David, David. I just don't correct you because I like you. So, yeah, and someone texted me. Chelsea texted me. She said, did you know I'm working with David for his mm-hmm. something? I said, who's David? Yeah. What? <laughs> I didn't know who she was because you're Dave. No, it's David. Dave or I Box? Dave. Dave. <laughs> no one calls you Dave from your hometown. Ah, see? So no that's why. David. Yeah, Dave. Dave is my dad. That's why. Big Dave. And you're Little Dave. Yeah, but Little David. You're listening to Underrepresented Representatives <laughs> with Najee Imani Muhammad and Little Dave. <laughs> We're super excited to be here today. We got some great guests. We got Jeremy Garcia and Manny Jordan. How Jordan. you feeling, boys? Feeling great. Great to be here. Great. Um, appreciate you guys having feeling us. Feeling real good. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for coming. Yeah. Thank That's, you for coming. It's great to meet yeah. both of y'all. Of course, yeah. Everyone's being real proper right now. No, 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 five no, minutes ago, right, we were all right. screaming. Hey. Yeah, we just warming up. We go. Hey, we go. No, but it was uh, it's definitely a huge pleasure to meet y'all. I like what y'all are doing here. Appreciate and we like it. What, yeah. what you're doing. We're going to hop into it in a moment, but we got some sponsorships. Yeah, the only sponsor. Dave, let us know. What, what, sponsorship. <laughs> we got two now. Today's episode is sponsored by who, okay, Dave? Virtue. Let's go. Virtue, Virtue brand. It's a clothing company. We, you know, right now that portion of it is a clothing company, the Virtue brand. But Virtue overall, um, like a global brand, we're focused on doing the right thing, um, whether it be through action or even with the clothing that we sell, um, helping people get to a better place. So, thevirtuebrand.com, check us out. Check Ooh. them out. Yeah. And we got the website. LBC Leaders by Choice, an organization that David. David is right? now in. Yep. I'm Has in. never been a part of it. I'm in now. Little Dave. 501c3 helping develop oh, youth leaders me. and actors and theater artists. Are you? Absolutely. I Every day. Know. Today's episode is also sponsored by this popcorn that's about to be messy all over this floor. Don't step on it because it's hard to get those crumbs what, up. What all right. You heard. What brand popcorn is that? Nah, I'm not shouting them out. It's pink salt. Pink Himalaya salt. Something with pink salt, because that's what all the girls get now. Right. No, I got that because I was going to make my home. I am constantly, if you ask my roommates, I'm always making popcorn. Yeah, you can't I was like, be making popcorn in the crib. We got roommates. They're trying to sleep. It's not that loud. Popcorn? <laughs> nah. Nobody. Meanwhile, we're doing a, you think popcorn See, yeah. We're doing a podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> During the most essential nap time. Shout out to my roommates. Shout out to Emily the and Ray. Shout out to the roommates. <laughs> shout out to the shout out. Um, all right, so guys, you just you're fresh off, not off the boat. Fresh off the flight. Fresh off the boat. Talk to us. This is your episode. Talk yeah. to us. Where were you? What were you up to? We want to hear from you. Yeah, yeah. we were just in uh, Havana, Cuba. Nice. Havana. What made you guys cool over there? Uh, I lead uh, trips out there. Oh, oh. So that's part of the company. Yep, yep. Got so we, um, oh, Dang, can we get the sponsorship? What's, What's the good? company? It's good. Yeah, yeah, talk up. your age. Talk your age. Yeah. No cussing here. No cussing here, right? We're not cussing? Exactly. <laughs> no cussing. I pee. I pee. No, no cussing. No, really, yeah, I'm going to try my best. Dave's New Year's resolution is not to <laughs> That's curse. not true. Not at all. I'm still going to curse. <laughs> Let's get it. So you were in Cuba. Is it Cuba or Cuba? It's Cuba. 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 Cuba.
this trip was sponsored by your company? Yeah. No, the people paid them. Yeah. Yeah. Of yeah, course. Right, of course. Right. I would actually love to get to a point where we could actually sponsor some students, but that'd be dope. Right now, it's just like kind of like a cons- consulting company. Yeah. Like we, and what's it called? It's called Real Immersions. Okay. Mm. And right now, what we're doing is just helping people get to the island, have these important exchanges that mm. I've had and that I know a lot of other people have had. And yeah, it's just kind of like I'm like a medium. To, okay. to kind of that make that happen and make that exchange happen. And I, I really like to make it happen in Cuba. And then I, I really like to also make it happen in other destinations too. That's dope. But so you're the connector. Is it mainly yeah. like international places or just? Yeah, international. Um, you know, my goal this year for travel is to travel a little more um, domestically for myself. Okay. Maybe I'll do something like that. But, you know, I think, um, especially nowadays, it's super important for, you know, students and just yeah. myself to carry a global perspective. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And you went with him? Oh, yeah. You was there, right? Oh, yeah. So what, to, to that It was point, amazing. Yeah, that what's the... called, It's called Real Immersions, and it's exactly what it sounds like. Gotcha. We moved there, like, the way, just the relationships he's built uh, in the last, what has been, like, six, seven years. I said he's been there, like, seven times. Like, they treat us like family. It was all love. We moved like we were Cubans down That's there. That's what I was curious about. Yeah, it was, it was great. It was great. And, and even just the way that he structured the trip, the way he organized it, you know, we didn't have to deal with a lot of the headaches that we mm. would deal with. We were trying to navigate it on our own. Google stuff. You know, I actually went to DR with him uh, in October. It was the first time going to DR without, like, my family. Yeah. Um, so, like, not being on their time. Yeah. So, I was like, I actually yeah. got to know my country more. And I went with him. And that was when I knew that I wanted to go to, on the real emergence Cuba trip just because it's like, I have, you know, it's like, I like I trust to travel with him. Uh, like, yeah. I, I trust him to like get, and it was exactly what I thought, if not better, you know, to be honest. Well, and that's important to yeah. know that you trust. I mean, so many people, I have a friend just turned 28. Shout mm. out to John. Remember Shout I out wanted, to John. John Allen, what's up? That's the Prince name. of Soda Pop. I remember a couple years ago, we wanted to go on a trip and he was like, I'm not traveling without my family. Like, yeah. even though we're adults now, <clears throat> someone has to take the lead yeah. when you these trips. You go on a trip with your girlfriends, your guy friends, whatever, Someone's planning this, otherwise it's gonna like. That's why I like traveling. Like I used to travel alone. Like I went to, I didn't go to London alone, but I went to Barcelona and Italy. And I noticed in Italy that I didn't like I didn't speak the language, so -hmm. people were like confused because where I stayed was very like local. Right. So I wish when you guys were talking about it, it reminded me of when I was on my trip, like, damn, I wish I had someone that could move me around. Yeah, make sure right. you someone like, that's local. That you have like a real immersive right. in, yeah. Yeah. trip. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Real immersion. No, real no, immersion. Real immersion. It's, it's, it's interesting too because, I mean, <laughs> you can get got if you're out there Wait, trying so, to go with the local. Yeah. How big was the trip? How many people went? So this was a nine-person trip. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. intimate. I like and that. It's intimate. Yeah. But you know, it's funny. In a great sounds way. like it's, a lot to me. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah. that sounds like right. a lot. It's a lot. And I loved it, though. And like, you know, my, the, the person who like is the project leader in Havana, Botong. Shout, shout, shout out Botong. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Um, you know, he's like, yo, bring 30 people out here. He's trying to get that money. That'd be wild. But, I get yeah. like secondhand anxiety. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like 30 people. But yeah, no, it was a great trip. Shout out to It's such a great thing you're doing. So eventually, right, you'll be running it. Of course, you always want to go on the trips, but you'll have people doing the work for you. That's so the plan. Yeah. 15 person trip over here, 10 person trip over there. Exactly. Boom. It's all about like making these uh, connections too. I mean, I'm really intentional with how I go out and build relationships when I when I travel. I think it's super important to build relationships when I travel. That's what and about. Especially with people that live there, you know, mm-hmm. like 
what, no matter what their story is, but it's, it's I think it's just important to hear stories out mm-hmm. too. And yeah. for me, what allows me to kind of just like get right to that and kind of just pass all the maybe. I don't know how do I get how do I go by myself somewhere and like and like just build a relationship with someone how do I trust someone uh. and what's always allowed that to uh, happen for myself since I was 12 years old and maybe before that as well was just a skateboarding Oh, that's dope. I forget. Mm. Yeah. So you, you skateboard. Skateboard yeah. culture. You right. skateboard too, right? I'm learning. He's okay, been trying to teach you. me for like, he's been trying to get me to go out with him for like, specifically last year because we used to live together and like I finally, he gave me his board. I was like, you Need know, that. I'm going to go and pick up the board and, and get on. So I've been learning. But Did I love bring it. I've always loved the culture. Now nah, we actually just ended up leaving them in Cuba. Cuba for we didn't bring oh, it. Oh no, that's great. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I'm trying to. I was trying to have a lesson after this. Right, <laughs> right. Kick push. Right, kick for real. Push. Yo, scroll to the end of the email. I was like, please bring your skateboard. <laughs> no, I know. I saw right, it. Right. I saw no, it. Right. 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 No, because I was like, if they read this, it's like they don't really have to bring a skateboard. Right, right. Gotcha. I'm about to cop one after this though. I left mine as, as well. I used Did to, you leave it there on purpose? I leave it. There. I leave it my skateboard everywhere I go. That's dope. So yes, Connor was talking about you guys a little bit. So you. Don't you help build skateboards, right? Isn't it certain places they don't have the materials? Tell me a little bit about that. Yes, Cuba is a special place. Um, I think skateboarding is just special in general, and like and the way it, like is manifested in Cuba is is like just extraordinary. You know, mm-hmm. straight from the heart, and you know, there's no skateboard shops. Yeah, um, they completely rely on everything that's imported, and they're not like shipping. Mm-hmm. Like you have to physically bring it there. Yeah. So they have to rely on like a certain supply, and obviously demand as the sport increases popularity. Mm. As you know, there's, there's conversations of it happening in the Olympics, or it's it's supposed to happen. We yeah, don't know what Olympics happening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Olympics right. is crazy. But um, it's also not recognized as a sport by the by the Cuban government. Mm. Um, from what I from what I've interpreted but i've also known that there's certain cities in the united states and certain governments in the united states that haven't rep- haven't recognized skateboarding as a yeah, sport either because they just think like is it recognized here graffiti, in new york i don't even know if they care that much to like even like, <laughs> they're like, be like yeah it's a sport but i mean i actually do think they at the, at the same time i do, do, they, do think they care because there's because like skateboard parks and there's, there's so many parks. Community, right there's so yeah many not parks. it's definitely recognized in new york but i think it's got it's got to be if there's yeah. parks I, I don't know like the legality of it, but I know there's like legal writing in certain, like I know for Providence, growing up there, Providence, Rhode Island, love that place. Jay Wu, love that place. <laughs> like it's written in law, like uh, skateboarding in the city, like parameter of Providence gotcha. is illegal. Okay, wow. Well, I didn't even know that actually. Yeah, yeah. sidewalks, streets, <laughs> everything. Yeah. How does that make you feel? Oh, it's it's like it's just part of it, you know. I think it adds to the rebel culture. It makes us want to go out there that's a little bit harder. Yeah, right, right. That rebel and, culture. And that's, how, that's how I feel about like Cuba too. It's like everyone always hears this policy of like, oh, you can't go there, or you shouldn't. That's go there. That's what I thought when right when you mm-hmm. came in. I thought we right. couldn't go there anymore. That's and what then, I thought. Like I could. people talk about that kind of rhetoric. I think everywhere, it's ridiculous. When it comes, especially when it comes to like what I've seen is like you know Dominican Republic, mm-hmm. DR. And you're from DR, right? right now. Yeah, my mom. Yeah, our family's from DR. Yeah. Tell me about you guys, like. Give me your story, Jeremy, Manny. Uh, in terms of my family, yeah, we both. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody, actually, not because we actually let do let have me. a good story about how we became so close. Oh, we it's like it. it's yeah. like our it's icebreaker story, story our bar oh, story. Yeah, let's hear the bar story. Yeah, yeah so like a photo of you two as kids. I'm gonna give you the background. We got this down. Send that to our producer so we can put it on social. Right. So we've known each other since like definitely not since we were probably like three, four years old. We used to be nanny, nanny by the same. By, by the same lady in Providence, and then Doña. Uh, 
Yeah, we also played. Then we also played baseball together when we were in middle school, like seventh, eighth grade. We became cool, but like stood in the no infield. He, I know you pitched. I played second. That's so yeah, arm. You know, yeah, la pelota. You know, I love. Second. We love baseball. That's That's blood. Yeah, <laughs> but um. So yeah, and then we actually ended up going to uh, Providence Country Days, the high school we went to together. So also we know Connor. Shout out Connor. And um that's when we actually started becoming boys. And then yeah. like we started talking, Straight like, oh, meal. you used to get babysat by Lonya Mireya? It's like, yeah, it's like it's like, yeah, like, oh my god, like how old are you? And I was like, yo, I was looking through my uh, through a baby album, and I was saying this, and I was like, I think you're in my baby album. <laughs> and I brought the picture home, and that's a picture right there. You can pat, yeah, oh, yeah. That and that's us oh us too. Just posting. And we didn't know until we like, high school. And we didn't that's know until crazy. we were in high school. That's like being brothers. Let me see. Exactly. Let me see if I can figure out who's. And then we lived together last and, year. And my grandmother and her mother, they were they've always, they've lived across the street from each other right. uh, in Rhode Island for like their whole times. They lived in Rhode Island. Right. They were friends. Like his mother did my grandmother's hair. Mm. Um, yeah, I had a, a family member that. Passed away recently. So, um, yeah, and she, she lived her life. She's an aunt of mine. I think she was uh, in her 90s. So, mm. you know, it was, it was more of a celebration than anything else. I but, um, you know, she went to that funeral as well. And, like, so our family's always been close. And, like, always, then we, we ended up, he ended up moving to New York a year after after I moved. I think it was like 2018, 2017. I'm going to say, going in. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, you know what I mean? Yeah, you can speak Spanish. Yeah, you can speak Spanish. Don't forget Spanish. Can I be the loophole? We can just, we'll cuss in Spanish. Yeah, that's But don't pretend, like, I know Spanish. No, no, no. Yes, I do. Un poquito, un poquito. But yeah, my mentality is always keep the Jordan close now because we live together here a year and then I'm going to move back. I'm going to be living near his mom. Um, hopefully I've been applying to some positions out in the city for the city of Providence and okay. his sister works for the city. Nice. In so, Providence or New York? In Providence. <laughs> yeah, I moved back yeah. to Providence in January. Yeah. yeah. That's, yo, I, I used to live in Prov. I love Prov. Providence, yeah. Providence where it's at. They're just, where were you living? Pembroke. So I used to live across right. the street. Okay, yeah. I used to live across the street from the councilman, John, <laughs> uh-huh. John, the councilman, uh-huh. John something. Nah, Connor, edit John, this out. I forget what I, his I, name I, Yeah, I forget. I don't know too much. I know some of the bigger ones. Like Buddy Cianci, obviously, buddy I don't know Cianci, if that, if that rings any bills for yeah. Yeah, he's a goon. Um, yeah, I love you, Providence, buddy. Providence, yeah, it, it is like, it's funny you say, like, don't talk about that, because, like, Providence was low-key, like, was. a crazy uh, mob town to, with, like, uh, New York. It was York. bar one. There was a bar. Yeah, so we yeah, go yeah. in. It's the, I never forget this night. It was the night that Mike Vick came back to play for the Eagles. Arf, arf, arf. And, yeah, come on. <laughs> Edit that. And no, keep that in. When he came, when he came yeah. in, the police chief came in. Oh. And the police chief was like, anybody here, raise your hand that's 21. Nobody raised their hand. Not one person. Wow. We all got popped. I was sober, so I was like, yo, I'm DDing for everybody, so I'm going to just take everybody right. home. Right. I took my crew home. But Damn. that's when I knew, this was like, I was what, 19? I was like, all right, something ain't right here. Mm. Like, there's no reason. In Providence, why. Providence, Bar yo, Providence one. is the most lit place in the world. It's yo. crazy. Like, yeah, no one yeah. understands. Like, Low I try key. to tell people, it's, yeah. it's way different. It's yeah. just different. Hell, uh, well, hell's different. <laughs> yeah, hell's different. Yeah. Uh, jerky was oh, jerky. You're talking about the night night places. Yeah, that too. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, come on, I think nice I, come on. Yeah, what was yeah. it? Um, Brown. I remember that place. Like Brown University. Nah, I was like, oh, nah, 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 you nah. remember the college? Did you go? Nah, it was across from. It was across from Piners, not Piners. What's the? Because I used to go get my haircut by a Dominican poppy over on. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, like, you mean like Broad Street? Yeah. Not Broad Street. I used to go but you over know there. Broad Street. Yeah, I know it all. I know it all. My boy Ricky used Word. to take me everywhere. And I was like, some of these places I ain't supposed to be. Some of these, because I was a college kid. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I didn't that's know cool. different. It wasn't cool. 
<laughs> yeah. I, was like, I was like, yo, bro, wait, where are you taking me? Like, I need right. to know. Wow. Yeah. What was it like growing up in Providence, though? That's like, your I'm high schools, about. were they diverse, right? Like, because I feel like Providence, Probably times middle. I've been there, they're very, you know, there's very separate communities, which can be said about anywhere. Providence is very segregated. Um, mm. I guess, yeah, they're pretty diverse. Where we went to school, no. Mm. Hard no. <laughs> what was that like? Um, uh, well, I also was like, he also went to a different middle school than I did. Um, I've been growing up in like independent private schools since I was in like third grade. So it was like the Gordon School in East Providence and then Providence Country Day, mm-hmm. which is my high school. And, um, you know, it was a lot of uh, rich white students and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it was interesting just learning to navigate that. And it's, and it's funny because I'm just like kind of putting everything together uh, now that I'm older and just kind of reflecting back on that. Because I guess... You know, thinking about it now, like I was a lot more oblivious to a lot of like the subtle, you know, the subtle uh, yeah. nuances of kind of, you know, racism, microaggression, <laughs> racism. Yeah. right? Microaggression, we got and, you. Um, safe place. And yeah, it's like it's yeah, it's weird. It it's weird growing up in those spaces. I mean, like I don't know. Manny also has a little bit of a different experience grow like at PCD because um, he always says this too that like my grade specifically because Carter and I are in the same grade. Uh, he's a year lo- uh, Manuel's a year older than us and you he always says all that all my- went to Providence Country Day? Yeah. Yep. Country Day. yeah. It's an EP was that? EP's, EP's right across the street yeah. from that's East what, Providence that's what It's an East Providence right. So yeah. it's an independent school I went to independent school as well it's mm-hmm. a, um, and I have What does that mean? Private right? I have no clue. Independent yeah. and private, they're somewhat different. Right? I, yeah. but it's, I, think, I just tried to graduate high school. school. Private. I ain't really. Yeah. <laughs> it costs thirty-three thousand dollars to go there. For what? To yeah. go to high school? And it cost about twenty-six, twenty maybe around twenty-two when we started there. But how big was your class? That's not like Jay. Like Forty-six graduating. Yeah. So I was forty-two. Independent yeah. schools are typically private? smaller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty much the same thing, right? So I, wow. I have I have that experience being the other. From what I'm yeah. hearing, you were the other there. Oh, yeah. How did you navigate through that? Because it's like you're there, you're having fun. You don't think about it, like you said, mm-hmm. as much when you're younger. Also, the times you grew up in. So I'm on the board of of the school I went to, Oakwood Friends School. I went to a Friends Academy, mm-hmm. Quaker School. Right. Um, I'm the head of the Alumni Association, so I have like a non-voting member of the board. That's okay. why I go upstate That's a lot. In yeah. um, the students nowadays, like, I mean, everyone wants to be woke. So they hmm. very much know that they're the other and they're constantly protesting things, mm. right? Like, I think yeah. that's just the culture of right. this sort of Gen Z. But what was it like for you guys at, what is it, PDS, you said? PCD. PDS is a school. Yeah. Poughkeepsie Day School. PCD. PCD. So you were, you're Dominican. Yeah. Were you like one of three? One of, yeah. One of four. When I first started, there was, it was me, Manuel, and then there was two other. Um, like a little bit before, but like by the time I was a junior and he was a senior, it was like me and him. Mm. And that was it. Two other Dominicans. Yeah, two other Dominicans. <laughs> Dominicans. My people. Did I'm you not, ever I'm feel like was... you were treated differently? Uh, looking back on it, hell yeah. <laughs> it's crazy my how own. you go my back. Own. Yeah. It's crazy how right. you go back and but, start realizing small things. Yeah, That's why yeah. as you get older, it happens. That's what happened to me. Well, right. By yeah, the right. by the teachers or the students, right? Like right. I notice now I'm at a mm, I'm in multiple schools and this comes up in our, I'm in multiple schools teaching. Mm -hmm. This comes up in PDs, right? Professional developments all the time. Mm -hmm. You could have a little white kid who's in second grade, wilding out, going nuts, screaming. And it's like, okay, calm down. Darker complexion, 
doing the exact same thing yeah. or probably less, probably and you're not. calling the behavioral specialist right away. Right. Right. And people, and we have talks about this because it's our unconscious bias, mm-hmm. right? We do a segment at the end, which is unconscious bias. Mm-hmm. So teachers are aware that they're doing it. They, be, they become conscious biases, but it's crazy to me how that happens. Mm-hmm. How, did you did you realize that was happening to you? Did that happen to you? Like, um, not to that extent. I definitely, like, especially like, I, like, you know, like David was talking about, like you realize it moving forward. Cause I was also like, <laughs> I was un travieso. Yo soy, yo era, yo era un, like un chamaquito, tu sabes que me met, like, I, I was very rambunctious. That's the yeah, word. Yeah, no, I felt I can't, it. I, I can't, I, 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 cause I can't say it without Dude. cussing. And they, <laughs> like, cussing Spanish though. Yeah, yeah I, and, listen, um, I don't know what you said, but sound good. I caused a lot of trouble. <laughs> My first two years, and I think I acted out a lot just cause I didn't know how to express like how, I was feeling like yeah. how frustrated yeah. I was, of course, of course. and that's, that's why I'm looking back now. And I would, yo, I would cuss at teachers. I would like even look, yo, I had so this guy, um, his uh, English teacher, Mr. Cashman, actually like one of the. I mean, Manuel, we were talking about this yesterday. The only teacher we like, one of the very few teachers we liked in PCD, English teacher, uh, Mr. David Cashman, right. amazing. But he was English the teacher? strictest, yes, English yeah, teacher, strictest study hall <laughs> proctor, like, right, right. If you, like strictest study hall proctor, and my first experience with him was as a study hall proctor, and like I basically told him to go f himself, like just because I was acting wow. out, yeah, like, yeah, because you were yeah. the yeah. student, yeah. and he was like, he's like, he's like, I, I gotta watch, yeah, I gotta look yo, out for him, and like. Yeah, right. whatever happened. That's I don't know it. how I didn't get kicked out of that school. To be honest, at some points, like right. just because, like just, that would be very probably not because Mr. Casman too, because like some other student was offended or something. Like right. they told their parents. Well, it sounds yeah, like they were doing yeah. it right. They knew that you needed to be there the most. Yeah, when you're yeah. just a student acting out. Yeah, yeah. it's not they need you. Bad. It's sometimes it's not because mm. like I did the same thing. I'm not going front. I used to act out, but now looking back, I think it was because there was things my father was teaching me that weren't matching up in school. Mm-hmm. So when I go to school, I'm asking them, why is, why are you telling me Christopher Columbus founded the United States? That's not true. My dad told me, you know what I mean? And saying right. that to the teacher, they're going to immediately say, oh, you're being insubordinate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're gonna, Which, so you're learning things from your family and then you don't know what exactly my bad control. What I'm, no, no, no. I was about to cut you off. Oh, we're so cordial. Look at that. Look at that. Nah, oh, it's all love. All love. <laughs> but teachers need to shift their mindset. Yeah. It's like, it's a, you're lying. like I had a, I had a student recently who we were doing this competition. Have you ever played the game? Um, it's like an improv game, but everyone's done it where you can only answer a question with a question. Mm, I like right? that uh, Yeah. I think like, yeah, yeah. That's like drinking games. I've I do that. Done so that now you lost. Right. I asked you a question. How come you didn't answer? <laughs> yeah, right. All right. So <laughs> we did this little competition. This one kid who's never been interested in anything. And when I tell you, I am the most interesting teacher most of these kids have, but he does not, he doesn't have put me. Yeah. He was like, that's not fair. Oh, he was going off. But what do most teachers do? It's like, Okay, the game's over. Stop. It doesn't matter. It's over because I said it's over. And I've been trying to shift my mindset lately. And I was like, all right, Nathan, tell me why it's not fair. Cool. Yeah. Let him say his piece. He's still going on and on. And I just shifted it. Right now, we do need to move on to our other activities, right? We have to get into we our scene work. Mm-hmm. I said, but at the end, I want you to talk to me about how you think we can shift this. Mm-hmm. Great. At the end of class, he came up to me. He was like, Naja, they call us by first name, Naja. I have an idea that we can do to make it so that. It's more fair. He's like, each team should have a time counter so that, you know, you're counting the hesitations. Mm-hmm. And he's like, mm-hmm. and he goes into this whole like bracket system where oh, it should be teams. That's why. He learns so, he's brilliant. And yeah. he's like, it should mm-hmm. be like Jeremy versus Manny. And then the winner plays the winner, right? Brackets. Yeah. You guys are right. all familiar. You go, you play Madden, whatever. Well, basketball. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, 2K, little 2K. Yeah, he gave smack. me a bracket system. And since then, he's 
felt so heard and seen because usually teachers just are shutting him up, yeah. right? Not at this school. This school is actually very good about hearing, almost to a fault, right? Because you, you eventually need to much. teach the class. But I appreciate the way this school, the teacher is just like, let's listen to what students have to say. Mm-hmm. But growing up, most of the time, teachers just are silencing mm-hmm. you. And we need to shift our mindset because sometimes, um, imagine the conversation you could have had if the teacher wasn't just like, no, this is right because I said it's right. And yeah, this it could have been more said. productive in the class because exactly. then you realize like, yo, the history book was written at this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What your father's teaching was something that a lot of people just found out now too. Exactly. And now they are, <laughs> they're shifting the way they teach about Christopher Columbus, yeah. of course, but just anything. Like you have an argument with something a kid so. for what? Let them say their piece. And honestly, kids right. are so smart. Uh, like, they're mad smart. I could have easily, got... my ego could have easily been like, no, we're not changing this. I'm like, shoot, you just did the work is, for though. me. Right. And that's a way better idea than teams. Teams, you're putting the kids against each other. It's going to automatically be unfair. They're going to hate it. Bracket system is great. And also, you just gave me like a lesson for two class periods. Now I don't got to teach. Now I got to teach. <laughs> no prep work. Yeah. Yo, and everything I just said, that being said, and Manny said this, I don't know if he wants to talk about his experience at PCD a little yeah. bit more, but um, he always says that our grade. <laughs> got you. We had the good, I had a good grade. Like, that's why I'm actually still very close with, um, with Connor, with twenty with class of, with everybody from 2012. That's good. Connor, my Zeb, boy Steve, Zeb, Zeb, you know, um, you know Alex. Uh, Alex Bandoni, Aaron, they're also, they actually all live out here still in New York. It's crazy that we still have this relationship and this Wifey. bond. And, um, <laughs> but yeah, so, and actually after junior year, it's kind of like when I became more close with them, it's kind of when I started to cool down a little bit more. That's good. Yeah. What about you, Manny? At PCD? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I hate that, that place, yeah. 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 He was quiet. Well, I hate that place. I don't even like talking about it. I talk about that in therapy. I yeah. got you. So we don't got to really yeah. But no, so we don't talk about it. Oh, okay. I know how to talk about it too. But and I, obviously, right. I, I think that's like part of the reason why I'm here as well, you know? Because mm-hmm. um, it's definitely part of my truth and, and definitely the way I, I piece things together um, from my experiences there. But yeah, my, my grade and just the whole structure of the school, um, leadership, um, the, the educators that are in the building, they don't represent me, mm. and they never will, and they never have, and that's not in the plan for the future. So that's like PCD is just like a really weird place for me. Yeah, it's it, it's a place I'll never go back to. It's a place um, that has left me with debts of not only trauma but debts of like financial trauma uh, for my family and myself. I was ask um, yeah. Because they didn't do me any justice. It's almost like my money help. wasn't worth it there. Mm. And you um, also know it on a different level too now that you're in education. It's just yeah, and, I'm, and I'm an educator. Yeah. yeah. You know? Um, so for me, it was really important to kind of put that stuff together for myself. Because then you can teach someone. Because then I can just at least try to put those pieces together and, and not make it be put like that, you know? Yeah. But these places exist. And, you know, I think it says something to like talk about numbers and diversity, but... Um, it also says something like as far as like a student body, but I think it also just says a lot when you don't have educators that have the language or even are able to equip us with the language to defend ourselves um, and to feel comfortable. Mm. So that yeah. was like the, the part I think that hurts the most yeah. from my educators because I know my students trust me with so much and I was just really let down yeah. all four years. When you're just in a number and they're not actually creating this space, right? People say safe space all the time. South Park had the like, you know, <laughs> joke about it, right? right? But it sounds like you're sharing an experience that many people have where, you know, you're brought into these private schools or private institutions and it's like, oh great, now we have 10 such and such. Right. But you're not create, you're not talking, you're not creating dialogue between them, right? Yeah. My school is working really hard 
It's like we're going into our hundredth year on this particular campus in Poughkeepsie, and we're just now creating a diversity and inclusion board. Mm. Oh wow! Yay for taking a step, but like what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things shouldn't be an afterthought, right? You should equip. because they really don't know, though. No, but it's they don't know. Yeah. But, should, but you're giving us professional developments. Every school has them on submitting grades yeah. or on right. no- composting, which is beautiful. Do your part. We compost here. But why are you not teaching these teachers how to create these safe space, mm-hmm. safe spaces? Yeah, I live, like it's, I, it's the work I do now. So I work for a company that's focused on Black, Latinx, and Native American students and professionals, and we preach diversity and inclusion. We want to bring a pipeline to like corporations to know that there is a pipeline of people of color. All they get focused on, to your point, is diversity. We we need these people here, but. I always pose the question to clients like, all right, what are you going to do when you get Yeah, what do you do when you get them? You have like, and then when you give them ideas of what can be done, host events, bring Mm -hmm. them together. Because a lot of times when you go into a corporate setting, they immediately ping you to get, like ping you against each other. Mm. And we talked about this on a previous podcast, but to the point you're making, like there's no real rule book for inclusion. Everyone's making up shit as they go and they won't say it. Yeah. And everyone wants to act like they know what's going on. So I see one side and then I see the other. That's just naturally because of my makeup because I've always had to in my mm-hmm. life. But there's no real rule book. People can just tell you what I want to see. Yeah. Because there's not enough data out there that people are willing to read. Because they're st- just starting the work. And then you've got, I mean, we told this story a couple weeks back, right? You have people who either are like, oh, we're not supposed to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Or people who are like, let's talk about it. The little, I- I'll tell you the quick example. They were taking pictures at my current school. <laughs> And they were trying to do for uh, Black Lives Matter Week, aka Black History Month. Mm, they're trying to for one all week. the pictures still up. Every single person who's black at the school, there's pictures up. And you know what? I like it. At first, I was like, "What?" But it's it's cool seeing these smiling faces. Yeah. Mm. So this girl gets up and was like, "Naja, you know, like I don't look like it, but my mom's black. Blah blah blah. Can I get my picture taken?" I'm like, "Absolutely. That's your identity." And remember the other little boy points and starts yelling, "But you're not black. Yeah, you're mad. not black." And I do a teachable moment, but I followed wow. up with his teachers. I was like, "You need." To, to discuss him. this. Yeah. It's not his fault. Right. He's in second grade. The second grader is going to be like, oh, Connor doesn't look black, so you're not black. But if Connor, you tell me that your mom's black, then you're black. That'd don't be so to, lit. Connor, don't yeah, tell me you're 23 and me. Yeah, don't Connor, make up stuff oh about your 23 gosh. and me. That'd be so lit. Connor. I really hope that happens. <laughs> <laughs> Connor day. is very actively staying away from the mic today. <laughs> don't ever tell me you're black because you're 23 and me. 23 and me, yo. <laughs> Telling my mom when she Man. got her twenty three. Yo, I can't. I'm nervous. Yo, someone was someone was crying. I was in a meeting. This girl was crying because she found out she wasn't what she was. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, what does that mean? What does that mean? Because she probably thought she was like a nationality that she like. I personally, I don't. In my heart, I'm Dominican. I grew up right. around Dominicans, but I can't say I'm Dominican. Tranquilo, tranquilo. I am Dominican. Okay, well, 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 well. Another one. Okay, well, well, My best friends growing up. Y'all remind me of me and my boy Christian. You know Christian Quelo. We grew up when we were mad young. We got pictures and like we're still mad cool. And that's what With y'all his remind beautiful me. little daughter. Yeah, that's what's so funny. Like hearing your story and then hearing your story as well. Like it's dope because y'all are like y'all are doing things out here and as well. And came from a place that like Wilson and Lex, you. Wilson and Dalek. Right, right, right. Like restricted you, and now you're doing things. So that's what I want to learn. I used more to wear about. the Dominican flag on my wrist. Yeah, a bracelet. I stole it. Well, I stole it from Wilson. Dominican. You still got it. Wilson the bar in general. Yeah, I stole from him. I was like, "Yo, let me wear your bracelet." Crazy. But man, he's, oh, no, he's staying away from me because yeah. he's like, yeah, "Nah, your brother's gonna beat me out." Yeah, my brother's friends. But 
Nah, I got a question for you, Manny. Why you do that? What do you do? (laughs) You see what she be doing? You're an educator. I want to know about the scholarship. One second. You're an educator, though. What do you see? Seeing in school systems. Like, are you... What do you... I hate the question, what are you doing now, right? But like, you're an educator, but how? Are you a teacher? Administrator? Um, So right now, what I'm working on, or where I'm working at, is a, a network of schools. And I run the alumni, alumni, alumni programming. Um, so I help students. What that really means is I help students complete their college educations. Um, so you're with so the older ones. Hopefully without interruption. Yeah, because I think there's a lot of risk involved with uh, college access or just college education in the Degree. United States. And at least my intention is to minimize that risk for a lot of families and students. You take care yeah. of application fees or not? Nah? What is that? You take care of the application. Yeah, a lot of our students are eligible for That's dope. Like, I wish free I applications, that. you know? If, um, would you say that your work that you're doing helped inspire your company? Um, break the cycle. Tell us about that, the yeah, scholarship program. So the scholarship program is inspired by- um, <laughs> Gotta get better with your transitions, my No, dude. she just cuts me off. <laughs> yeah, that so was, I can't you know, transition. She just said. Yeah, but you're like, I'd be nice. You know, I'm, I'm But too, you're like, yeah, we're talking about struggles. So tell me about your glasses. You got I'm trying to teach you. It's still learning. that's cool too. That's the other part. Thank you, Jeremy. Exactly, so let me teach you. Thank you, Jeremy. You realize he just flex with me, though. It was both. It was for both. Like, you see, I'm not trying to be right. You I was win. the safe. That was the safe answer. Love I don't me. need to win, but I need safest. you to know the, safe, you the safest. There's a path. You win. I don't want to. Manny, continue. <laughs> <laughs> See, that, that was, was nice. That's what she's talking. That, that was, was smooth. Good that job, was, Dave. You, you win. win. You win. What was the question again? No, we <laughs> nah, just about it was the about scholarship. Yeah, right here. Yeah. How's that connect to what you're doing? Well, I started working as a college advisor um, for the College Advising Corps in 2016. And that was like a program through uh, Brown University, through AmeriCorps. Um, and I was serving at Central High School. Mm-hmm. And I, I was a college counselor there for two years, a year and a half. And then from there, you know, I transitioned into uh, college college success work. But what I wanted to do um, as far as like leaving my footprint in college access was to create a scholarship fund. So I did that my last year at Central. Okay. And we're we're moving on into like year four right now. How you last year at Central? My last year serving as a college counselor at Central High School, I created a scholarship fund, um, which now has turned into the Break the Cycle Scholarship Fund. Oh, that's so. And we're at two high schools. We give away five hundred dollar awards um, to each school, to each recipient, mm-hmm. one recipient from each school. Um, and the main piece, you know, I think is a financial piece. You know, I think $500 at the end of the day. I'll take that for books. People will take it. Yeah. Um, it, I think it allows me to spark a conversation Yep. Um, about what we can do as a community to raise money, to support each other. Um, and I also think that, you know, it's just something that the biggest piece for me is, is working with students throughout their years. You know, and just actually building a good relationship with, with how someone. You, how do you go about identifying the students? What do they have to do to get that? Yeah, there's a whole application process. Um, every year, we obviously modify it a, a little bit just to make it better. Yeah. Um, but the application process, interview process, which is super important, um, all based on volunteers. I actually don't review the applications at all, mm. um, which I think is super important. I have a community. I'm no longer in Providence, um, so I don't think it's even fair for me to review the community. Mm. Or, um, like I am Beacon, but oh, yeah. there are a lot of people there that do the work and work, are working with students. So let's let's see who they believe in. Yeah, you know that's cool. And, and I think that's super. So it. we have a rubric and stuff like that. But yeah, 
How many years has it been? So it's our fourth year right now. Nice. Yeah. So. Word. That's awesome. Shout out to Don't feel free to donate. We got GoFundMe out there. Yeah. Yes. We're, we're working on our nonprofit. Yeah. What's, this, what's the name C3. of it? Sponsored by this it's called, episode. Yeah, Break the Cycle Scholarship Fund. Um, you know, we have we have to raise a lot of money. There's a lot there's a lot of things to get our like our our licensing and paperwork right. Yeah, you know, for the, but the spirit's there, the heart is there, and 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 the and the numbers are there and the work's there. So that's cool. Do you ever so are you funded mainly through outsourcing, right? From GoFundMe and whatnot? Yeah, GoFundMe. Uh we we hold we hold some fundraisers, we have some events. Um we're looking to collaborate with, with some more people as the years go on yeah. to like just raise awareness, create spaces to have the conversation. Um and yeah, so it's just it's I think it's just community dollars, you know, like ten bucks, five bucks, fifty bucks, hundred bucks, twenty bucks. Mm. Yeah, I so put that, up money yeah. like it's five hundred dollars. Mm. At the end of the day, it's like so much bigger than the money. And yeah, then I'm just right. like, I'm also just not good at that. <laughs> but, it's, but it's also beautiful, right? Like, it's beautiful because you're getting the community to invest in the community, right? Exactly. Like, right. it's someone, part. it's for someone who's from Providence, funded by. Providence, mm. you know, I, that's beautiful. For me, it's also like you can you can be carried a five hundred one c three. You can do this and that. Mm. That also creates red tape for the student. True, and it's also just important just to do it. You know, we could just, just we get could the work just done. do you it. Figure yeah. everything out. Yeah, we'll, later you know, we'll figure it out. I think just lead with what you think is right. And nobody and, get mad at that. You right. mentioned you mentioned talking about like making sure that you are. Like connected after they get the scholarship, have you stayed in contact with yeah, I recipients? Text, I text my students all the time. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. And so, like, yeah. they have you as a as an outlet. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, what's up? Yeah, how yeah. you how you doing? Someone to what talk are you thinking to. about this semester? And you went through it. Yeah. What are your goals? You you free for breakfast? I'm I'm coming I'm coming back to Providence. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. yeah. How you doing this semester? What do you need? You what need you books? Need? How's your mom? Yeah. How's your dad? Yeah. How's your family? Like, it's like. We yeah, just gotta care for each other, you know. We, who was there dope. for me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? you for it. That's yeah, good. Like, I like that. Because it's so hard to stay in, too, right? Like they get there, but you're kind of helping them secure their future. Not just like I right. understand it's a piece of paper. Like getting a college degree is beautiful, right? right and I'm right. all for it, right? But you're creating these relationships so that you'll have these connections with them when they're done with college. Mm-hmm. Of course. Mm-hmm. Just to know that you have someone that you not, don't talk to on a regular, just to reach out to. That's yeah, beautiful. Right. It makes it a lot easier for and college is like the, like you said it's like that piece of paper it's at the end of the day it's cute like yeah it's it's so much it's more coupon. impactful for that man you know, it's, it's like worth <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's a coupon you gotta pay for the coupon it's a very important investment to right. think about yeah it's a very important investment to like have conversations with your family about and there's yeah. language barriers there's mm-hmm. you know first gen students go through just a lot they just don't know what's going on my, you know my, my dad just did the fast every year because he's just like I got that like, I'll uh, do that I don't know what else is going on but yeah. I can do that and that's the easiest you know? right at this moment that's dope Mm, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. Out. Yeah, check it out, yo. Oh, it's, yeah. it's it's we're gonna grow it out to a big idea. I have a big vision for it. Yeah, I actually never even like I knew it was yeah. yours. I actually this is the first I'm yeah, gonna like, too. Too. So, like this yeah, is actually pretty it? dope. And actually I, I really appreciate or like I noticed um you had a, a student that uh visited us in Dennis. We had like dinner with them, we had lunch yeah. the next day, just like I thought that was really cool. Like um now I think was that through like uh uh where you work now? Like you, like how you, you right, taught right. her, you know, they had a student who they taught her and then they, um, through the alumni program, you know, they kept in contact with her 
And like she came to the crib when I was living with him and we spent like the day like the, like we were just chilling and like, you know, obviously like she's like the little homie almost like. And, uh, right, right. Look and I thought it was really special. Like, she about to be the big homie. She's yeah, she right. Yo, but she about to be like, yo, she's yo, yo, she's, yo. What was nah, it? but uh, shout out to her. I forget. Yeah, yeah, shout, shout out to her. Nah, shout out to little homie. Shout that's out it. Little homie. Little homie. That's it. That was like very inspiring talking to her. That's good, man. No, I mean, but it's. It's so important to have people in the community, especially when you feel underrepresented. And we've talked about this a lot where you're not just underrepresented because you're black mm. or your family's from Dominican Republic. Mm. You know, you could right. be someone who moves to a community and you're French and it's a language barrier. I have, right. I have a, um, right. a sorority sister who like was constantly getting into these things where people were like, she just communicates differently. And I was like, well, yeah, she's European, speaks like four languages. Mm-hmm. We're warm and fuzzy, <laughs> but she didn't grow up like that, right? Yeah, so she mm-hmm. was underrepresented doesn't matter if she walks off the subway right now and just looks like a white woman mm. she doesn't fit in where she goes right but just knowing that you have someone to relate to is important i i am definitely seen as like extrovert which although i like definitely recharge alone like when i'm done with the day i go into my room but at the end of the day like i walk into a room and that's Oftentimes I'm like the black, I'm only black person or right now I'm the only woman or I'm the only Muslim or something. So it can be very challenging. And even just like you talking about like the little homie moving mm-hmm. to New York City. Yeah, it's not. Of course, I was going to do great in New York City. I make friends everywhere, but it was scary. Mm-hmm. I didn't know people. Dave, like he took me and we didn't like hang out like that. You know what I mean? Like he should have. He probably. No, I'm just kidding. But it was awesome just to know that I had a piece of home. Right. Like I had just moved here and I could go to Dave's apartment, Upper East Side and just go and kick it. Remember one time I went over and I was there for like hours. Yeah, I don't I watch when football. You was leaving. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But I just felt I needed that in that moment. I probably never even told you how much it meant to me, but it's because New York City is scary and I don't care oh. if I'm... Yeah. Don't touch me. <laughs> it's true though. No, it's but true. it's scary. It's so I needed, I needed a piece of home. Nah, I needed I to hang out with I, Dave. I'm the same way. I needed to feel like I had someone who understood what it was like mm. to be the other. Right. And also just like to have that little piece of home. Like, yeah, I'll watch the game. Ew. Yeah, no. Nah. Oh, and then he gave me a TV. I still got it in my I room. I did give you a TV. I need my thirty dollars. Yo. <laughs> but it sounds like you're providing a space for people where you know should should this little homie whose name we don't remember come to New York? Should she come to New York? She could always hit you up for lunch. You just moved back right. to Pravi. Yeah. Oh, you moved back? Yes, sir. You could in January. You could what hit part? her up. So what are you doing in what, New York? I'm confused. What, what part of I mean, so I just because my flight was in Cuba. <laughs> My flight was from, from Cuba to JFK, so then I just spent the night at his gotcha, uh, crib gotcha. last night. So what are you doing in Rhode Island now? Um, right now, I am like in a little bit of a transition period, just yeah. figuring stuff out. Been applying like deja, a lot of jobs. Did we not say all this 20 minutes ago? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I didn't realize I'm that. Actually, I'm working on some stuff, that, too. Some stuff that I'm working on. Some traditions I want to start. I actually saw so a lot of the big reason. I, when I, I Finish your story, this, actually. Yeah, finish your story. If you like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Big reason uh, I wanted to, I not even actually be on this podcast initially was I more just kind of want to see you guys record it, um, just because I actually uh, would like to start something like that of my, yeah. my own, like yes. my own podcast. Like, I have a lot of downtime. Huh? He's got it. Like, I, I know. Think, I can yeah, see. actually, my so my dad he's been owning and operating this Latino radio station out there since '95, I believe. Poderon Cedie, shout out Poderon Cedie. I Now we got a FM FM's. Um, Frequency uh, a couple years it's ago lit. was huge. That's awesome. It's lit. It's like literally like yeah. It's in deal. It's good. I, I kind of grew up. My dad, my like, he, he was almost like famous in the Latino community. <laughs> it's kind of yes. it was weird. Like That's it was weird traveling with that and like, and we can get into a little bit of that later, I guess, in terms of like how 
at some at one point I did want to pull away from that just because I was like, es el hijo de Soilo. Like that Soilo son, everywhere I went. Mm. El hijo de Soilo, es el hijo de Soilo, es el hijo de Soilo. You wanted your own identity at yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Um, mm. But now I'm at a point where it's just like, you know, I'm interested in a lot of stuff and there's no format for I kind of what I want to talk about in my podcast. I would love to have conversations like this, especially with like some of my cousins. I'm starting it with my cousin's uh, fiance, who's basically like family at this point. Yeah. Like, he's like a, yeah. you know, and we grew up, we grew up with similar backgrounds, but like kind of, you know, but we grew up differently, you know, um, for, I guess for lack of a better word, uh, you know, he grew up more on survival than I did, you know, so his perspective on a lot of things are a lot different than mine. But we also have a lot of common interest in, you know, we we shoot the ish a lot. And, you know, so I I think it's just important, which is, I actually listened to the Grow Your Ovaries uh, episode yesterday. On the Shout, out season <laughs> Shout out to season Shout one. Shout out season one. Shout out Maria de Mar, right? Maria, yes. that's her name? Yeah. Yeah, she was dope. That was a, that was a dope uh, guest to have. That was, that was a great Mari conversation you guys had with her. Mari crushed it. But, um, but yeah, you guys talked about like motivating yourself to kind of get up to do something creative and sometimes you like kind of we get it on our own heads it's like it has to be like this and this and this like that and I, I'm not ready to do this yet and it's right. just like it's like F it I'm literally just gonna go like I, my dad has a whole station I have access yeah, to all this everything. equipment I do was like yo now. I'm gonna just do it and that was the plan I'm actually wow. gonna get back yeah so like I'm literally just gonna go there I told my cousin he's uh, an intern his name Michael um, Michael Mendoza and yeah we're just gonna sit there and just talk a bunch of ish and see where these conversations lead us maybe once we maybe we can structure more, once we get a better idea of kind of yeah. the flow of how we talk and what we like to talk about, you know. And we also have a lot of family members. You know, I have family members in the fire department, um, members that have been Marines, served out, and you know, done so many different things that we'd love to have on. They have hilarious and awesome and crazy ass stories about yeah. what they do, you know, day to day or whatever it may be. We'd love to have you know even you guys on it at some Appreciate point. You know, that. everybody like have a conversation with Connor and like our group, you got our group chat of four people. It's called baby boy. And it's add, just, me yeah, yeah. add me in. Yeah. Yeah. I love I'm about to start. Add, add, it too. Um, add me in. Add, yeah, no, for, for real. Add me in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 It's, it's actually, yeah, like, I, I, it's uh yeah, I don't know. But, um, yeah, no, but that's, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see them. Yeah, we'll see them. Nah, yeah, he's like, nah, nah. Yeah, he's like, nah, I got you. Yeah, and it also gets, it, like, gets, it gets very like, messy in there. Shit. It gets very messy yeah. in there sometimes. <laughs> nah, just uh, shout chat. out, baby boy. Oh, shout out, baby boy. But um, yeah. And I also wanted to. So I'm also like, obviously, I've always grown up playing sports, baseball, played a lot of volleyball, tennis, ping pong, basketball, whatever boom, boom, it is. Boom. Family and I actually also People want to start not, like not a, a, a field day, like a um, a family field day. Kind of want to start a family tradition. Actually, That's fine. most of my family is either doing? in Providence or New York. Families. Yeah, yeah. Because my family does that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> wild, like, yeah bro. Literally, they're like all, all together. People. Like mm. I even grew up. My mom's all my mom's sisters and like half brothers grew up within the same like five blocks, Damn. six blocks mm. in Providence, same wow. neighborhood, that Mount Pleasant area. That, mm. that um, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, I would like to start a kind of family tradition uh, to kind of, you know, make an effort to, to, to meet like once a year, even everybody from New York, people from DR. And like, so I'm kind of starting that too. That's also early in the works, but it's like basically just like a big field day. We have competitions. We're going to make teams, stuff, a lot of stuff. I have a lot of creative stuff going in this transition period in my life, which family is stuff too. wild. This is the time though. Yeah. And right. I, this Cuba trip is, a, is, it was like, I just found, I found this new energy out there and like. 
And I'll being like literally I come back and right on this right on this podcast. Yeah, he saw it. I saw it without without <laughs> actually saying anything. Yeah. It, yo, wow. I know exactly what you mean. Well, and you're I mean you're saying it. You're Shout speaking into Fabrica. existence now. <laughs> oh. Yeah. You got some Cuba stories? Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. very fun. But, yeah, we actually the art factory, La Fabrica de Arte, one of the craziest venues. Did you kind of did you go there when you went to Cuba? Where it's really cool. Best venue I've ever been to in my life. What type of venue? Art Factory. It's called the uh. Art Fact Factory, and it's just like a big, um, it's like an art gallery. There's like like at least five, six different rooms, like in terms of like where you can drink, sit in like an out lounge area, I like, like a room for like this type of music. Sometimes there's a band playing. Mm. The art is incredible, like incredible. The women are beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's what I felt. When you guys looked at each other, I was like, oh, they got stories. I, was like, that's what but, I, was I got stories about Jeremy. I was uh, <laughs> there being safe, looking out for everybody. But um, yeah, but good. yeah, it was uh it was a great yeah, best venue you've ever been to, great experience. I uh, went there the first night and the last night. Um I slept last night. Yeah, he slept, he had to rest. Mm-hmm. He got his rest. He make slept sure last I got night. Safe. Yeah, right, we gotta make know. sure everything running. You got static. students to take care of. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Yeah, I want to circle back though. Your dad's radio station. Yeah, yeah. So it's coming up on twenty five years. This is yeah. the twenty fifth year. Yeah, that's so, so cool. Yeah. Man. Well, so you were you talked about what it was like growing up? You know, walking around. And it's like, yo, my dad's famous. Like, yeah, that's on his some son. Level, yeah. But what made him? Do you ever talk to him about why he started it? Right. Like we started this podcast. We want to amplify voices, and it mm-hmm. sounds like that's exactly what he's been able to do mm-hmm. in your community. Mm-hmm. You talked to him about that at all? Um, I try to sometimes. I remember. Um, I did like a little a paper, like a, like a final project where I interview. You have to kind of interview somebody. I did my like my final, like high school, uh, sort of senior senior project. My internship was at the radio station and kind nice. of shattered him. Um, he actually doesn't talk about it a lot in terms of like how like why he started it. Um, so uh, but yeah, it, it's cool. Like it's, I know he's just always had that personality though. He's he's very good at like engaging a room. And commanding a room, like well, the way he tells jokes, the way he so he does so he owns and operates the, the radio station, and then he has, he does the morning show at Can de la Mañana from like six. So he's on the radio from six What's to eleven. What's it called? At Can de la Mañana. It's Say like that. The morning, What's it? The yeah. morning ruckus, I guess, or the morning <laughs> like that was El that's can. Like, El El can. Can. that's can. Like the best. It's always hard to translate of the morning yeah. and jokes. We even talk about this in Cuba. Like jokes never translate between languages. It's always mm. just so different. But yeah, that's kind of El Can de la Mañana. And yeah, they just talk about just topical stuff, whatever's going on, whatever's going on in DR, whatever's going on in sports. Um, yeah, and it's cool. And I, I used to go shadow him all the time. I actually, I remember when I was younger, me and my younger sister, shout out Vani. Um, USC. USC, yeah. I'm oh, very yeah. proud of her pre-med student. Pre-med. She graduates in May. Um, she's out there doing her thing. I always say she's. I always say she still has finals. Yeah, she still has finals. I always say that she's the she's the she's the 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 successful one. I'm the more the burnout. Nah. <laughs> you know, I was, I was, no, but that's just you joke. just got a leap a leap month. That's right. I did that before. She's just about to become a doctor. <laughs> yeah, right. That gets so, wild. That's dope. She's starting to become a doctor. Anyone's a burnout, at right? USC, <laughs> at, at USC, which is incredible. Which is incredible. And you're about to start a podcast, so. Yeah. You know what? That's, yeah, right. And you right. got no, well, you got the whole it. platform. Like you crazy. I know. Right? Like, and it's been, it's like, I'm like, looking at you like, come on, bro. Yo, I'm like, yo, so my cousin be like, like that, bro. Yo, bridge the community. So my cousin be like that. Be like, yo, Tra- yo, yo Jeremy, want to do it in Providence, bro? You got everything at the Michael, who I'm gonna, who I plan to start it with. He used to always, he's like, yo, Jeremy. So when are you gonna take over your dad's business, bro? 
What are you going to take over that right, shit? Right. I get oh, it. I got a lot of friends. That, and like one. first step, like you have these ideas, right? And you right. said it yourself. You you referenced one of our old episodes about like, why do we put things off? We feel like we, when we're manifesting something, we have to have it be perfect before yeah, we start. Right. Mm-hmm. My dad yeah. always says, he actually started a podcast. He did. Um, He's so dope, but he always says, don't put on tomorrow what you can do today. Right. Yeah. And then he goes, he made it a song. And my mom was like, don't put on tomorrow what you could do today. His theme is do it now. My dad has, in his, in his office, he has a plaque that says do it now. And he literally, I'll share an idea with him and he'll just say, well, Naja, don't do put it. on do tomorrow what you can do today. Do it now. Yeah. So like, go home, rest, shower, wash your hands, sing happy birthday wash twice. <laughs> right. And then like start just your first episode. It. Hit up your, your cousin and like plan it, right? Yeah, no, I've even been running. Yeah, nah, yeah. I, yeah. yeah, appreciate the inspiration. <laughs> Yo, no, I really Yo, I appreciate. Like, I, need, I need to be champion a little more. Like, I, I really it. appreciate the inspiration. You know, and I appreciate again. Like, I appreciate you having me on. And this is good because I was actually I was me both me and Manny was like Yo, I'm a little nervous like coming out here like I don't wanna, I was but, like, you know, yeah. honestly but this conversation it's just a conversation with microphones nah, I'm having such a good, good time right now I feel comfortable and uh, I was excited I've been excited to be yeah yeah, nah, yeah for real That's yeah. True. And like actually meet you and I not just in passion and it also, too, it you know. It smelled yeah. so good walking in here. I know someone. I'm just gonna that. acknowledge yeah. that. I, don't I know put the is, incense. Is in here? Yeah, that's what it I was. I took the, the garbage out before, yeah. and I was like, nah, they can't come in like that. Connor <laughs> had a different experience when he walked into. I didn't right. smell that. I, I put the incense. Well, I'm also, I, I can't smell that. And I can't taste. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so we we do some fun little things. We talked about a lot. We covered a lot of ground. It feels like. Um, yeah. Before we wrap up, we have some questions, um, that we want to hear about. I'm excited. I'm excited <laughs> about some of these. Dave, I want to, because I like them. I like them. We never have this many guys around. I'm like, who? I know she, yeah, you who? I, I was feeling real underrepresented. <laughs> still, I was feeling real underrepresented. Dave said, we going to get him. <laughs> yo, we got him good. Yo, hit up all my boys. Yo, y'all trying to be on the pod? Yeah. Yo, He's been hitting up right. all his boys. And I appreciate that. No doubt. Um, so we'll start with a couple more. I mean, I say they're more serious, but who knows? We'll start with a couple mm. of those. And then Dave has some. Fun ones for you guys. Awesome. Look at there, Justin. Get a sip of water. Let's Make get sure it. you got it. So Let's I say get this. It. Just like, what does the phrase underrepresented representative mean to you? It's the name of our podcast. Mm-hmm. We always are eager to find out what people think it means. Interesting. I like. Underrepped rep. Yeah. What is that? When I think about it, I think about being alone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes like, being silenced or having to silence yourself or oftentimes I think about it as having to speak up as well. Um, those are like some of the immediate thoughts that, that came to my mind when I, when I thought about that. I really liked the, the phrasing of it um, because, mm. yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, just awesome. because, you know, I, I, even from our high school experience, it, it definitely, we, we felt like that and it's, there's a certain type of weight yeah, that you have to carry because of that um, in diff- different spaces that you're in and even being represented again, right? Like if you get, if, if you come back into a space that you're represented in, it's a it's an interesting uh, dynamic that you have to play. Like an on and off switch mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. That's yeah. what I feel. What about yeah. you, Jer? Yeah, I guess that, yeah. I mean, I guess it's just like always just having enough to like fight extra hard to to get your voice heard. Like in in that sense, it's just like just you, we just have to fight a lot harder to 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 get our thoughts out, to get you know get our feelings out, get our emotions out in a lot of ways. And you know you can we can be underrated under. This is it's a tough one because like on the surface it's like kind of an easy question to answer, right? Mm-hmm. right but it's right. just like but it means so much more than that. 
Mm-hmm. And that is initially what came to mind. He's just like, yeah, I remember I've just been having, I've had to be loud all my life to try and right. get and like and figure out how to, to, to figuring how to be loud and how to be loud though, mm. at the same yeah. time. It sometimes like feels yeah. performative. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know? That's yeah. what you gotta put on the show. Room. I feel yeah. that often. Down to right. You turn, you, you know, someone turns to you and it's like, oh, what do you think? Right. They're they're like, you're Spanish, right? <laughs> yeah. Tell us what that means. You're Spanish. <laughs> right. I did this voice, yeah. listeners, so that you knew that I wasn't actually saying that. Yeah. Okay, everyone right. listening? I'm at, like, to that point, I'm not, like, I'm not Dominican and most people ask me that. And being black mm-hmm. and white, I've always been looking at Dominican, yo. yo. Yeah, exactly. You passed. You know you what passed. I, mean? I had a boy. Literally and it's like, yo, I'm, I'm black and white. Yeah, yeah, nah. But you're, you're Dominican, yo. Yeah, I'm going to figure it out. He's like, I'm going to figure it out. Don't you worry. My girl speaks fluent Spanish. I'm going to figure out My everything. bad. I'm sorry to interrupt yeah. you. Shout out to Kelly. Don't know. Never think that. Go ahead. You had the questions. You were in the middle of it. Yeah, you were. You yeah, were. Oh, yeah, yeah, you I were. I, I, like I was, I was adding to it. Little songs. Oh, yeah, you just added. I'm good. Awesome. Yeah. You Dominican. That's it. Yeah. That's all you want. That's all you want to let them know. You Dominican. Nah, I'm black and white. Right. That's right. what I want people to right. know. No, it's not. Yes, it is because it's the nationality. Dominicans race, right? Huh. But that. black and white is okay. definitely Dominican. Okay. Well, I'm Italian. Let me take that. I'm just trying to like. Yeah. yeah. I was like, nah, you got me. But if black and white was a race, then yeah, then you could say it's like, it is. A, it's a. It can be categorized. Well, I'm Italian. I just and love Irish how different people can look. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's I've part met of being Dominicans Dominican. darker than me. Right. Light as Connor. Right. Right. And and Connor might be the like this wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going off. Right no, but of it's beautiful. Right. And that's I mean, that's everywhere. It's Dominican, of course, but it's everywhere. Got a real question for yeah. you guys. Dolly. Do you think you're black? Mm-hmm. I can definitely identify myself as a black person. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that's my only identity, though. Absolutely. That's, that's the point, yeah. That doesn't mean that I'm identifying myself as a black person, but that's part of my identity, right? Like, yeah. I'm, I will never erase that. I think oftentimes, even in our language, mm-hmm. We choose to erase blackness, identifying ourselves as Latinos, identifying ourselves as Hispanic. Then the day was like made up terms and don't really encapsulate like who I am as a person and who I am as my identity. Like, I identify as multiracial, mm-hmm. right? Um, because I look like this because someone chose to create this, yeah. Not because mm-hmm. I look like this because I chose to be look like this, you know. Someone right. chose to create this for sure, but That's I would facts. identify as as a. A black person just as much as that student who's biracial or, or just as much as you would. Absolutely. Right? I um I appreciate that perspective. It just brought me back to actually in the dining hall, Emerson College, someone like uh, my friends were inviting to the Ebony meetings. Mm-hmm. Ebony was, I forget the acronym, I was the vice president of it, but it was like the black student organization at Emerson. Um, and it stood for something too. Of course, Ebony, you would imagine that's what it was. Right. Um, but I, it was an acronym as well. And yeah, there was a student who's Dominican, I do believe he was multiracial. I do believe he was Dominican and black. And I was like, what does that mean? But, you know, right. his parents. But he would just, he at one point kind of blew up on my friends and like took like offense. And he was like, stop inviting me to like Ebony stuff. I'm not right. black. Yeah. And of course, like self-identifying, yeah. but it felt more toxic. Like he was trying to erase the blackness, right? right. And yeah, he was, yeah. and once again, it's not just about looks, right? I understand like mm-hmm. he's Dominican. And it also is. He, no, he, he looked like my he looked like Ali. Uh. My brother Ali's looks just like me, but a guy in like much not much darker, but shades darker. Right. Yeah. Um and it was just interesting. And I was very young 
probably 2019 or 20 mm-hmm. so i didn't really know how to navigate that but that, it like, just, stuck out to you that it stuck out to me yeah. and it brought i brought it back up now because i'm like hmm like i understand my friends and us being like yo why is he like actively trying to step away from this but i understand right. him being like stop calling me black yeah mm-hmm. i guess my answer for but that that question too would be like it's weird just because and I, I had this conversation with Manny yesterday that a lot of times when we talk about stuff like this, I just shut up and listen because I, I, I look up to him in that sense that he can articulate a lot of the stuff that I feel inside. And it's just like, word, yeah, that's that's it. That, that's how I feel. Yeah. Yeah, racism is multidimensional. It's multi-layered. Yeah. So I, what it I is, would say is like, I'm is. definitely not white. Like, that's what I was right. yeah. and, but I, but like, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, right. I'm white. It, yo, like, it's, I don't, it's, I really wish I could like, it's wild. Like, I, does that mean I'm identifying here as a black person moving That's what, or a white like, person yeah. moving? For him being mad, your friend, like he has every right to be mad. I think personally, because to my point that I was making, if people are calling me Dominican my entire life and I identify as mm. Irish and Italian and right. black, mm. that's going like I do, I just joke around now because it takes it takes the awkwardness out of them, right? Because right, right. it's like I'm just saving them for safe face. Like yeah. you think I'm Dominican, you immediately speak Spanish to me. I'm going to say no habla español. And then we're going to have a regular conversation. But right. then I feel like a dick if that person doesn't speak English. Right. Now, it, I'm be, like, there's a, like, calling someone something they're not and they're trying to tell all of you that they're not that just because a part of them. Yeah. But what about calling some someone something they are? Like, I think it's a bigger, right. I would love to, I'm about yeah. to but hit maybe him up. He's, maybe, but that's his point. Right. Maybe he's, I don't know how you would say it, but maybe he feels yeah. like he's both. Like, yeah. he just identifies with black. That. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just too, be telling them, like, when I go to the hospital and they be like, yo, what, what box do you check off? I'd be like, yo, check them all off. That's what I'm saying. And that, <laughs> well, yeah, so right. I'd be go, Absolutely. is there sometimes, an above all? But sometimes there's not. I went to my job, my job, <laughs> right when I was working in 2011, they didn't have any boxes. I went there every day. Right. They were like, nah, just select black. In Roundabout Middle School, excuse yeah. me, they had just black. And when I looked at my, like, report, it just said black. I was like, wait, I'm white. Yeah, so people feel telling good. you how you feel, like nah. No one can tell you right. how, but there. I think there's also an. A it's not lot that he's to denying it. I no, no, he. Don't think. I mean, in this situation, maybe because you is, know him personally. Yeah, yeah, mm. and I think that that happens a lot. Like going back to what you said about erasing yeah. blackness. In Dominican I mean, identity. Yeah. Dominican Republic, yeah. Haiti, right? Yeah, like that. I think that does happen a lot where people erase things. I'm not. He's not here, mm. and this happened right. like eight years ago. So I don't really remember and. I, in this situation, notice I kept saying my friends, I was quiet because I was very ignorant. I didn't know no, yeah, at right. all. And then it goes into mm-hmm. what do people look like? Like you, No one can That's tell you. That's what people you. go by a long time ago. Exactly. It's like, it's oh, like, you at the end of the white, day, no. I'm trying hard not to say right. his name either, but at the end of the day, it's like, great. You walk into a store and you're with your friend, like no cop is about to be like, oh, you're Dominican. Yeah. They just see a dark man. Yeah. Right. I get that. He identifies as who he is. It's interesting you say that because, I mean- I love history. I started history in undergrad. Yeah. Um, I love baseball as well. And speaking about uh, desegregation in the uh, Major League Baseball League, oftentimes they would bring Dominicans who are black. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would be like, no, 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 he's Dominican. Mm -hmm. That actually started the conversation for integration when it came to black people in the U.S. And just like the politics, even like the way um, people think about how they identify down in DR when it comes to like identifying who's black or not is very different and like very like that's a whole nother conversation I got black like, who I don't, that's, don't what, that's why black. I know like where he's coming like mm. where he's coming from and how Naja said it kind of it felt like toxic in a sense the way like the, yeah. the energy he gave off that's because just like the politics behind that yeah. like down there it's is just like dangerous. It's, it's very yeah yeah 
It's dangerous to be black. We know that obviously exists here, but right. in DR, it's very dangerous to be black. Oh, that's what I wanted to ask you. Yeah. About. Not to dive too deep into it because I know we're wrapping up a little yeah. bit, but we're like, what are what does that dynamic look like for people that do identify as black and then people that are very... Well, you like legally can't on paper. Oh, can see that. There isn't even a category. That. That's it's called crazy. Indio. So that's how dangerous it is. Wow. So if I go, like not There's me, nothing back of you. So you're just no. like out there. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. you, you identify as black. What does that mean? Mm. You're rebelling against the whole system. Got it. So it's that's kinda, like kind of like powerful. Like, that's happening. Yeah, that's very powerful. And I'm not gonna speak for people out there. Like no, people out there are doing the work. Right. Um, are people out there like protesting and of like course, about, mm. of course. Mm. You know, yeah. I'm sure of it. I wish I was a better educated on it, but I'm not educated in general. Like, that's what I'm building right now in Dominican Republic. Mm. You know, I want to have interesting. You say it, Christopher Columbus. Mm. I'm having a trip in October. Christopher Columbus weekend, Indigenous Peoples Day to DR. Let's go. Let's go talk about history exactly where he thinks, or we think it was interpreted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. So that's awesome. look out for that. I'm real emergency. Like, so, I want to yeah. go. That's, 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 that's the country we went last. We went last October. I would for, love for to weekend. go. Yeah. Yeah. and it has to do with whiteness. Christopher Columbus, right? Like, hey, was white. Same yeah. thing or with European. same thing with how you know the racer of blackness, racer of Indigenous history in the island of Kiskeya, Haiti. Um. How that came about, you know? You like reading? You like books? Yeah, I like. I like What's books. our book of the week? <laughs> no, no, no. There's a book. It's called. I think it's Nation. Like, um, the Nation. I'll, I'll send it to you because yeah, it talks it about. It doesn't talk about like history in terms of like race. It talks yeah, yeah. about the people that actually live in those areas. So like the Appalachians. The, mm. They called it New York because it was mainly Dutch. Right, they right. talk about Dominican Republic, also the Virginia. Um, how people got there, and I think you would love that because it does. Oh, Terry Pratchett, please, but... huh? Nation by Terry Pratchett. Nah, oh. my homegirl put me. I'll, I'll send it. Send it to me, please. The yeah. thing is, it's like it doesn't show anything. It tells you how you are as a person from where you grew up. It doesn't matter what your color was right, back right. in the day. It's like seventeen hundred type history. Wow, that's yeah. It's you would like love this. Your character, who you are as a person. <laughs> Yo, it's crazy. Like this book look could almost predict how people were gonna vote. In the election, just oh, based on, and not by race in any way, right, just right, the right, people right. that live there. So it could have been black, white, wow. whoever, um, Spaniards when they came, when they had Mexico and like Louisiana, Is that like geopolitics a little bit. Yes, yeah. you, you gotta get us a name. I gotta get the yeah. name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think it's American Nation. Now that I just said that, yeah, yeah, American Nation. Wow, it's fly. Right. All right, Dave, take us away. What we're we doing? Oh, that, no. that new new. Just, no, no, no. Just two things um, for both of you. What motivates you and why? My family and my joy. Tell me more. Because I spent as much as i grown the last three years. I spent a lot of time away from my family. And I went through some dark times out here. So, like, at least this, that's what's motivating me right now. Is just, like, what makes me happy. And, like, making sure I spend more time with my family. And, yeah. That's, that's really it for me right now. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm be mad selfish because be it's part of my life right yeah. now. Yeah, but mean? I motivate myself right now. That's what yeah. you're supposed Boom. to do. I motivate myself 100% every day. Me. I, I wake up screaming, yelling, jumping up and down. Hell yeah. Like, I'm so energized as soon as my eyes open up. I'm so grateful for being alive every single moment. That's dope. Um, and then my family, you know, my mom motivates yeah. me <laughs> in different ways. I, you know, I think coming back from Cuba, I was able to bring my mom and her sisters out here mm-hmm. along with this trip. And, you know, my mom allows me to count my blessings. You know, she really t- did teach me that. And that's a beautiful lesson to, um, to have. And, and that motivates me. You know, that kind of love that I was um, created around. Gotcha. Dope. Yeah. Dope. 
That's awesome. Bars. All right, Dave, I want those new new. That new new, that's fun. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, that new new. I like that. I love that phrase so much. That new new. What's your What's your first memory as a kid? Quick, and these got to be fast. It was like my second birthday, my second birthday party, third birthday party. Like I forget the venue, but yeah, I just remember it. Just running around and play pins and stuff like that. that. That's what it is. Definitely driving a car when I wasn't supposed to. Like, <laughs> what? I was mad young. You know, like, how young were you? Like, my yo. uncle like put me behind a wheel in DR, and I was just like, oh Skrr. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And my uncle was like holding the wheel though. Like he was good every once in a while, but he, mm. he was definitely just trying to freak the heck out of my mom, who I remember still screaming to this day. Like, yeah, true. <laughs> mine is, I don't know mine you. is, um, it was lit. <laughs> my mom told my brother Salim that he couldn't have any more Oreos, and so he ate. Then, but he only ate the middle, wow. and he put them. He threw them away in the bathroom. We shared the same bathroom. Mm. The kids put like the cookie, the chocolate cookie part, in the bathroom late at night. I woke up, went to the bathroom, saw that, and then I lined them up. Yo, I'm a snitch. I lined them up outside my mom's door so that when she woke up, she saw that. That's <laughs> and then funny. he got in trouble. So you snitched on him. And then floated to the And my parents the were like, "Nah, but you need to tell Naja that's not cool." And she was like, "You." Went in the cookie jar. You weren't supposed to. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm not proud. What it was, was the like, age, it's my though? first memory. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, know. that's your first memory. As a, isn't that interesting? Like, that's something that came snitch. up. <laughs> yeah, Ari <laughs> 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 Naja still holds me to this. No, no, to this day, Connor. Does your sibling still feel that way about you? <laughs> no, no, right, no, that's That's crazy. Your first memory. Nah, we were the me and him are we're the closest. Nah, yeah. So he sat me down after that. He's like, nah. My brothers taught me the phrase. I had my brother's keeper. Yeah. yeah, they taught that to me, and, and I never looked wow. back. Yeah, dope. I probably was like, That's four. a beautiful memory. Yeah, yeah, I am my brother's keeper. I won't do it again. As I'm like, Yo, <laughs> we you know, now, free, no, it's a video, it's recorded now. Free, <laughs> free diabetes. I'm like, You now. can't be eating all that sugar. Free diabetes. <laughs> no. right. You were trying to look out for him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Snitch. We can go. <laughs> Dry I like this one. Come on, Don't Dave. This is fun. I told you. I guess. All right, I got you. Oh. Who are four? Yeah, but I want you to do them. <laughs> Who are four people you would go to Las Vegas with, dead or alive? Go. Dylan, 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 Dylan. The four best rappers alive. Four people. To Vegas. Four people. Dead yo, or my little yo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my boy Jeremy. Um, definitely like Diddy. And, like Puff? and like Lenny Kravitz. That'd be so yeah. lit. Wow. Interesting. What about you, Dave? <laughs> Me? Did, David? That's tough. I would have to bring... Like, because they not really... I don't know. My pops would definitely be one. 100%. You got to bring Big Dave. Um, when my nephew gets older, because he's going to be 18, I take my nephew. I take my brother-in-law and I take my grandfather. Yo, yeah, I, mean, I know I'm whack. I know. I don't no, do I that. love it. Yeah. What about you, Connor? Yep, you know you gotta get on the mic. Yeah, once. get on the mic. Get on the mic. Take my boys. <laughs> Baby boys. Jeremy <laughs> Steve. Four times. Steph. Oh, man. Um, probably my cousin Steven, Manny, Lil Uzi. Lil Uzi. And Drop the blues, baby Pluto. Georgia Smith. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah Might as well stay home. Well, well, yeah. Why yeah. should you just you like can't sing, take sing, girls. sing yeah, to me? You can't take, you can't like take girls. I'll take oh, yeah. her, I'm, I'm taking all four of you. David, Manny, Connor, and Jeremy. None of y'all girlfriends are coming. All right. <laughs> Shout out to Wolfgang. Oh. You can keep this in this time. Wow. And then I like this one. We've heard a little bit about it, but Dave, this is a great question that you mm. you put on the doc. What is something you did for someone else this week? I'm often all about the self love, mm. right? But it yeah. I was for me, say it feels good. It that, feels yeah. good to do things for other people. So, what is one thing you've each done for someone else? Um, some uh, yeah, I guess just uh, 
helping a lady through customs after we landed yesterday. Every time, and that always happens to me. I always because it it sucks in the sense that like you you become you see one somebody you're helping one person speak English and like navigate the customs booth, mm. and then everybody comes up to you like, oh man, but I gotta like I gotta get going. But yeah, I just helped uh, this old lady, Cuban uh, woman. And yes. she needed help through customs. And we had to go through it twice because after she was like so excited to leave that she pressed no on the confirmation <laughs> oh. question. Oh. So I was like, well, we got to do it again now. But yeah, I felt good. But then like, and then like I said, people lined up and I was like, I'm not about to be here. Like, <laughs> he's the interpreter, right? Yeah. The underrepresented representative. Yeah. Right. The interpreter. What about you, man? Um, bringing someone out of the country for the first time. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, that was. I, I think that's pretty helpful. That's very helpful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, me. It's very small, but this lady was walking on a walker too close to the street. She couldn't move in time, and this guy was like doing a U turn and brought his car very close. So I had to. Mm -hmm. like, I didn't do a lot, but I just yelled like, "Yo, yeah, relax." Like she walking. Right. She turned around, and said, "Thank you." But I didn't huge. think she knew. I was just trying to because I didn't think she saw me, but she was very kind. She was such a nice little old lady. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. She was cute. And she was oh, cute ass old lady. Yeah, I love old people. Yeah. That's gonna be us one day. We're gonna be sitting here like, shout out to Gum. Yeah. I remember 45 years ago when we started this podcast, Dave. Still over here trying to take my yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be like drink my water. You know, this is Naja Imani Muhammad. McGarry. <laughs> AKA the Wait, queen. what's the last name you said? Uh -huh. Gotcha. Yeah. Wolf gang. Wolf gang. Gang, gang. All right. So, you guys, you this has been fabulous. We got to wrap it up. We yeah, got to at least you. turn off the microphone so that we could, like, leave and talk about the things we really want to talk about. <laughs> right, right, right. But um, thank you for sharing. You're both doing th great things in the community. You've got a lot of great ideas, Jeremy, that you're that are going to come into fruition. I appreciate that. Like, mm -hmm. and just your energy, I feel it. Like, you make people feel comfortable. Manny, you're doing incredible stuff. I mean, thank we you. talked about it. And because of all the things we spoke about today, Connor, thank you for bringing these beautiful men. Yeah. And I'm talking about your insides now. Mm. These beautiful men to my apartment. <laughs> She's like, that's checking for her man. That's why. Huh? <laughs> so, because of all the work that you're doing, fresh off the boat from Cuba. We dub you. Ooh, I mean, fresh off the plane. We dub you. Boom. Ah, come on. Dang. Producer. <laughs> we would like to dub you the brothers Garcia Jordan. Yeah. The underrepresented representatives of the week. Here's your crown. Thank you. Did you heard? There's yours. Okay, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, okay. How whoa, you whoa, feeling? Whoa. I feel great. I feel energized. I feel ready to be back here. I feel ready to start. Some new shit. Sorry, I had to get that one off. There you go. <laughs> go get Any you a Meghan Markle. You better yeah. Yes. Before we head out, anyone you guys want to shout out that you know? I want to shout out y'all. Y'all yo, 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 uh, are amazing. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait to literally listen to every single podcast now. Appreciate that, yeah. man. Appreciate um, that. Definitely. Y'all are both amazing and, and continue creating spaces like this. Not and I'm sure this is just part of it, right? Yeah. Like y'all yeah. are having these conversations everywhere you go. So one I, piece of the pie. Yeah. Exactly. That is so that's beautiful. The one thing that's Uber drivers. I, yeah. I put my Uber driver on. Or, right. Yeah. That's beautiful, y'all. So uh, shout out to y'all. Thank you, bro. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you.